because it'd be a lot going on in some of these places that it'd be kind of scary. What's like, happening? Would, What's scary? They'll pull out weapons. They get to fighting. I'm Dr. Lisa Fitzpatrick, founder of Grapevine Health and your host of the Grapevine Health Podcast, a podcast highlighting stories, health insights, and experiences of community members. We started this podcast because too often discussions and decision-making about health and the healthcare system don't include perspectives from the people we serve. So listeners, if you have a personal story or an experience from working in the community or on the front lines of healthcare, contact us and we might have you on the show. This week, I'm talking to Juanita Coates, a community member who keeps it real. She talks about health in her community, and she does it with a twist of humor and a little fun. How you been? I'm making it. I ain't going to complain. What, what's that look? What's been going on? Oh, everything. Just too much. Tell no me. working, no, just tired of being in the house, scared to go outside. Just, everybody got anxiety, even the kids. This is a lot. Well, what are you doing to cope? I'm I'm actually just writing up my, my business plan. I got a lot going on with that. I started a t-shirt business. I started a nonprofit business. So I've just been keeping myself busy. So thanks for thanks for taking time to come on. Uh, I look forward to talking. Do you want to introduce yourself? My name is Juanita Coates. I work with PG County Public Schools who have not been to school in about, I don't even remember how long. And what do you do for PG County Schools? Oh, I drive. Uh, I'm a bus attendant. Do you miss being at school? I can't say it. <laughs> I just miss being out, but there's yeah. a lot going on with that too. No, I don't really miss it. So what is it like being a bus attendant? Crazy. A lot of people, they, like, we need to get back to the old ways of respect because they think I'm their friend. They say and do some of the weirdest things in front of me. Like, I still wouldn't do it say some of the things I see these kids do. I'm going to backhand me real quick. What ages are the kids you bus? Uh, from pre-K all up to 12th grade. Oh, but okay. You know, it's that middle school because they trying to, I guess, prove themselves or... They want people to think they bad. I don't know what it is. It's always mm-hmm. the middle school. That's uh, like between 9 and 15. Woo. Well, you were on one of our uh, webinars uh, a couple months ago, and I thought you had some really interesting uh, things to say about healthcare in general. And so I just thought it might be interesting. Maybe the community can learn from some of your experiences or some of your insights. And that's why I wanted to talk to you. So, can you first just tell me what is it like um, for you when you're looking for healthcare or engaging in healthcare? How's it been? Well, right now, I actually had a very bad um, episode with because I have hemorrhoids. So I was going to the doctor, and the only thing they was telling me was you have to have a COVID test every time I went. So I've been tested so many times, it don't even make no sense. And I was like, uh, I stood outside for maybe two hours at a time. Then I got in there. Finally, they like, oh, well, your nose is running. You would think I was outside for two hours. It was cold. <laughs> so it was just like a lot of that. And I still really haven't seen the doctor. So it's like, I don't really know what's going on. All I know is when I go, I get sent back. 
they they tell me it's not that serious, but I'm like, I'm the one in pain. So I don't know. It's not serious to them, but it's very serious to me. Well, did they check on your hemorrhoid? Uh, yeah. They just gave me medicine and sent me home. It been like since November. And do you have the same doctor now that you had before the pandemic? Uh, they actually not really letting me see my doctor. I had to go in emergency, so I had to see whoever was available. And oh, my doctor uh-huh. is now booked up until who knows when. So. Mm-hmm. And before the pandemic, were you able to get an appointment to see your doctor whenever you needed one? Absolutely. Have you ever been hospitalized? Oh, uh, yeah, when I was a baby, when I was like two years old. Not since then. And what about emergency room? Have you ever used the ER? I don't like the emergency room. Too many people, too many germs, and too much waiting. I never go to the emergency room. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, tell me from your perspective then, how how can we improve the healthcare system? What's wrong with it? I don't know. I think a a lot of it had to do with, they say customer service. They rude. Have you noticed that? Oh, uh, yeah, they don't like their job. And I be telling them all the time, if, if you was like me always looking for a job, you will be a lot nicer. Who is it that's rude? Who are you encountering that's rude? Maybe like the front desk, uh, you know, just the people you talk to, anybody you encounter before you even get to your doctor. And do you think that's true for most of the patients or is that just your experience? I mean, it could be just my experience. I, I can't speak for everybody. Have you heard other people talking about this problem? Rude uh, front yeah. desk staff. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you, how do you think it influences people's decisions to go to the doctor? Well, I, every time I go to Minnesota Avenue, I, 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 something happens. So I'll be going to Brentwood. I'll be like moving around. That's probably another reason why I can't really see the doctor because I'll be moving around. Because it'd be a lot going on in some of these places that it'd be kind of scary. What's like, happening? Would, What's scary? They'll pull out weapons. They get to fighting over their kids playing or like somebody kid might hit somebody kid and then it breaks out. And I just be like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. And I might don't even get to my appointment because I'm gone. I'm out the door. So just like they know that they don't really have, I guess you would say, a real police presence. So they know that some of the stuff that they do that they could get away with. Would you like to have a police officer at your doctor visit? Yes, I'm. I don't want nobody security guard right there. Everybody knows security guard can't really do nothing. Is that stressful though, having to have security guards at your doctor visit? Now that some of these places, it it, it like at least somebody right there. Because if some break out, I'm trying to get away. And most of the time I go over there, something happens. Just like random stuff just happens. Well, just think about that. You you're trying to get health care and you have to navigate these situations you feel uh you might feel unsafe just in general like what what do you think about that yeah i, I feel scared i think it's sad that's probably a lot of reason why a lot of people don't really go to the doctor too they might be mm-hmm. afraid you might see somebody you know people crazy you might see somebody at your appointment that was mad at you 10 years ago probably some of the better places you know probably not but i can only speak on where i have to go so what do you think we can do to improve these environments where your clinics are that just sounds too stressful um i would just education education more more education who are we educating the workers the staff anybody that have to deal with the with the uh the public i mean because i feel like sometimes they their job is stressful too they have to deal with people that just talk 
disrespectful to them all day for no reason because they're mad. So their job is stressful too. So they might need, you know, I think everybody needs therapy. They think they don't, but I know I do. I don't have and this is that is the therapy available to you? I'm not sure. I, I never really looked into it. They say that I could get all types of uh, exercise classes, but I've never been able to get them. So I, I, I don't know. What happened when you tried to get them? Uh, nobody seemed to know what I was talking about, but they was telling me that I could get access to the, you know, the little bikes that they have all around the city. But we supposed to have the code. I never got it. So I don't know. And, and who was telling you this? Your insurance company or your doctor? Yeah, my insurance company. What other services can you get through your insurance company? Um, you could get rides to your doctor. Have you tried you know, that? Yeah, I got rides to the doctor. It was nice. They only pick you up from your house to take you back to your house. Mm-hmm. Well, that's which nice. Is fair. I was about to say, which is fair. I shouldn't be having you pick me from the grocery store and, you know, take me where I got to go. So does your health insurance company, do they send you information? Yes. About your health? Do you yeah. find it useful? Yes, I do. And okay. I don't think that portal that they have is useful, that they say that you can order your your meds or whatever. It It's not. I think that's just something for they get a couple of dollars, like an app, because there's nothing on there works. <laughs> you, know, you can't even push nothing on there. It just, like, show you, like, your appointments, but that's it. What if do you want to, to do? Them, I want to be able to navigate because I get tired of being on the uh, phone for six hours with people who say, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and I got to call everybody. I might well work for the people. I've been on the phone so long. <laughs> like, if I could just go on the app and order the medicine to the doctor like I'm supposed to be able to do, and he or she let it go through, because I don't think I should have to go to the doctor every time when you know I got eczema. Just give me a cream, please. That's it. Mm-hmm. But no, you got to go through so much. So if there was a service available to you that allowed you to reach out to a doctor anytime you wanted to through your phone, would you like that? Yes. You would use it? Yes. Direct access that you got to be good to so many people who you still don't get to the doctor. And they'd be like, well, what you want with your doctor? I was like, if one more person asked me that, let me talk to the doctor, please. Who says that to you? You get on the phone with the person that you make the appointment. Yeah, they ask you the question. Then they'll call you back to confirm the appointment, ask you the same question. Then they'll call you back the day or two days before that and ask you the same question. I'd be like, oh, uh, I asked this question. What was that? Then you write it down. You look it right at the paper. <laughs> then they be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'll be like, oh, my God. Sounds like you have some suggestions for how we can better streamline the process. I, what- think, I think it's just so much easier if you stop trying to be so, spend some money. You got to spend some money. Everybody know that. You take money to make money. You got to spend some money. What do you want them you to spend some- money to do? Better programs. Get some more people. Stop trying to get one person to do eight jobs. She can't do it. He can't do it. They need more people. People are stressed out. They're doing too many jobs. They can't remember enough and don't know where your paperwork at. Well, one thing I learned is to always get copies of anything you send out because nobody never know where it's at. Never. <laughs> I'm like, it's on the email. How can you lose a whole email? There's no way. 
Well, you know, I wanted to talk to you because I know that you are very honest, but also very funny in, you know, sort of your approach to this. You, you can't take it too seriously. And so I appreciate mm. that about you, that uh, that you kind of take it in stride. But these are serious issues you're raising about how people are treated when they are going into the healthcare system, the environments they have to endure. And all of these things can discourage people from actually seeking health care, even staying in health care. That's what I'm hearing you say. Is that, right. Yeah. So what would be your suggestions? Because we're trying to figure out how to give people better care and also make people healthier, help them be healthier. What do you think we, sh- we need to do? I'll say get out in the community because the community is where everything happens. Like, Specifically, what do we do when we get in the community? You go out in the community, you talk to the people that's out there and tell them what you're trying to do. And you try to bring them in to because they are the people they're going to listen to. If they if somebody outside tell them it, the sky is blue, trust me, they're going to believe the sky is blue. Because that's just how people are. Where I, where, what I've encountered, if they're friend, if they somebody, if I don't have to believe nothing you saying, but if I like you and my friend like you, we going with you because we like you. It don't matter if you're right. We just like you. Well, like, so what did they say different than the other person said? Oh, well, that's my friend. Oh, okay. So we like her. Okay. I understand. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is nowadays. You get a lot of likes, you popular. No likes, you're not popular. So how do you get this information? Is it word of mouth or how are you figuring out who to listen to? Oh, I'm, I'm you know, I used to be all summer long. I was just like on the streets. Like I, I sell candy. I just I try to make my life easy, breezy. So I don't have a lot of time to sleep. Even when I'm in pain, I'm out here making me a dollar some type of way. So I'm always on it, but my ears to the street with the kids, the older kids, the younger kids. And that's how I, you know, I just think we need to get back to some of the the old values because we don't really have any right now at all. Well, tell me about the old values. Oh, the old values? If, if somebody's grandma was walking, you definitely wouldn't just be sitting right there watching her take her bag in the house. And you a man. Or I definitely never lift a bag until now. <laughs> I've been lifting a lot of bags now because they'll just sit there like, and I feel like, for real? Like six fellas just going to sit and let me carry the groceries in the, and, Okay. Thank you. But yeah. then when they see a, a lady help another lady, then they'll, you know, be more in tune. And I'll be like, why? Why mm. should a lady help another lady? Then you think it's like, oh, let me help them. Yeah, <laughs> It's two of them now. <laughs> when it was just one lady, you didn't want to help her. So when you hear health information on the street, how do you decide if you trust it? I heard you say, if you like the person, you believe what they're saying. But really, if you're trying to decide if, if you trust the information, how do you decide that? Oh, well, me, I research. I don't listen to what nobody said really at all. I'm gonna go where, do you, where do you do your research? How what's your process? I, I Google it, I I, I ask around. I, who I, are you I asking? See, whoever say they encountered it, I'm asking everybody. Did you ever do this before? Does it ever happen to you? Like what did what happened? Where did you go? Like, I'm nosy, I want to know. And when you go to Google, do you get the information you need in a way you can understand it? Do you know what to do after you do your Google searches? Sometimes you get good information. Sometimes you have to look further into it. 
because sometimes Google is weird. Might get some weird answers sometimes. You, you have like, an Ooh. example? I forgot. I, I just Googled something and it took me to like some Arabian. I don't know what it was. I don't even know what it was talking about. I was like, what? That's not what I typed in there. But when I typed it in, I probably missed like a one letter or something like that or slash. And it took me to a whole different page. So when you go to Google and it doesn't give you the clear answer you want, then what do you do? What's your next source of information? Oh, I go to the library. I mm. call my mom because my mom is very resourceful. So if you could, let's say I took you into the C-suite of a hospital and you could give advice to that leader about how to improve the health of the community, what would you say? I don't know. I don't understand some of them just don't want health care. You can't make nobody get anything they don't want. Some mm. of them just happy just walking around being sick. They're okay with being sick, yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys well, do not what? go to the hospital at all. They don't go to the hospital. These these boys, teen boys, they don't go to the doctor. After they mama leave them, that's it. They don't go to the doctors. I have to make my brother go to the doctor. He like 43. Why do you think they're not going? To be lazy. Some people just lazy. don't care about their health. Yeah, because you got to, like I said, you got to make an appointment. You got to do a lot of waiting. Everybody's not going to be, they don't want to wait. They want to make an appointment. They just have a lot of excuses. They don't care about themselves. What if the doctors just showed up in the community and people could just talk to the doctors while they were right there where they are? Do you think that would make a difference? No, they got, they got the vans that go around now and do that. So what do you think it would take to get people to engage in their own health and health care? And pay them. That's what they like. Oh my goodness, no. Where you at? <laughs> for how long? <laughs> yeah, I give, them, give them some free or pay them. That's been their be flock. You already know that. Well, for how long would you have to do that? Oh, I don't know. Because when it comes to their health, they out here abusing themselves, so they really don't care about their health. How much of this, though, is people not really understanding the importance of health care or taking care of themselves? Uh-huh, like ninety percent, I say ninety percent. Really? Yeah, because they don't. How really can care they? About how can they not know? I think they know. They just don't care. Tell me yeah. more about that. What do we have to do to make sure they get the right information? They ain't going to the doctor, so I, I, I mean, I don't know. I would think that's where you'll get all your good information for your health from your doctor. That's where I got mad from. Some people just going to be unhealthy and trigger it right on down to the kids. So what what do you th- do you think you're not saying we should just give up on them are you No I'm just saying you don't have to try every avenue to get to different people Everybody not going to come to the doctor everybody not going to go to the church you going to have to catch them wherever they at All right well thank you so much Miss Juanita and I will be in touch soon okay Okay you have a great day That was Juanita Coates talking about health in the community and some of the things we need to do to encourage people to make good health decisions. Thanks for listening to the Grapevine Health Podcast. Our producer is Nicholas Elias. Please like us on social media. You can find us at Grapevine Health on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram and on Twitter at Health Grapevine. Until next time, I'm Dr. Lisa, signing off.